Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> The following podcast was recorded on October 9th, 2021, between the hours of 3.11 p.m. and 3.36 p.m., and then a quick snack break, and then we picked back up at 3.39 p.m. until 3.58 p.m. Other than the snack break, events occur in real time. you but here on post show recaps we're having the worst day ever that's right it's worst day ever that 24 season one recap podcast talking about season one episode 20 to the 7 to 8 p.m hour i'm josh wiggler emily fox can you believe it 20 episodes down it's crazy four more to go four more. <laughs> well it is called 24 yeah. uh so uh, <laughs> you got that thanks <laughs> Math. <laughs> Math. Thanks. Um, we are talking episode 20, the 7 to 8 p.m. hour here. On when some people eat dinner. When some people eat dinner. Most Emily Fox, dinner. your observation at the start of this episode was, ooh, starting to get late. <laughs> uh, well, that's because you and I eat dinner at like 5 o'clock. <laughs> it depends on the day, I suppose. We can be old like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, look at how far we've come, Emily. We, uh, we began in the darkness mm. at uh at midnight and now it's dusk uh and now we're, i feel like we're past dusk yeah it's nighttime it got dark. again it got dark we went through the entire daylight hours of 24 season one all of that's done it shan't be daylight again mm. um how about that it's crazy it shan't be daylight again at least as it comes to season one of 24 emily fox Last week, we put out the call, October 2021. It's the birthday month of the Post Show Recaps Patreon program. One of the things we are doing to celebrate is a stretch goal for the 24 Worst Day Ever podcast specifically. We put out the call. We need 24 patrons to get us, to authorize us. Uh, some people need to have Lou Diamond Phillips call <laughs> the Department of Defense in order to speak with the prisoner. Uh, but what we need are 24... What we need is Lou Diamond Phillips to sign up for the Patreon. Listen, if we can get LDP... 
<laughs> if we get LDP, I don't know what. Like, if we can get Lou Diamond Phillips to sign up for the Patreon, I'll guarantee that we'll do all of 24. I was just going to say I'd watch all of it if LDP signed up. We'll watch all of 24 if LDP signs up. But it's got to be actual Lou Diamond Phillips. You can't sign up for the Patreon with the fake name Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> if you want to change your name to Lou Diamond Phillips and sign up, like, legally, then that's a different story, I guess. But I think at that what point... What if someone named Lou Diamond Philippe signs it up? It doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> But I would love to meet that person. Uh, we're looking for 24 proverbial Lou Diamond Phillipses to sign up for the Post Show Recaps Patreon program by the end of October. Uh, that magic number would be 584 from when we put out the call at 560. As of this recording, Emily, it's October 9th as mm-hmm. I'm saying these words. Mm-hmm. As uh, as the great John Bon Jovi once sang, we're halfway there. All right. Living on a prayer. Take my hand and we'll make it. We swear to season two. We want to do the season two. Blah, 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 blah. We want to do the season two podcast. Uh, I'm so excited that I'm tongue-tied about it, Emily. <laughs> um, we want to do it, but we got to make sure it is uh, it is uh, feasible for us. We are, uh, we are looking for that feedback from the 24 24- podcast faithful do you want the podcast then show us that you want it we want to do it but we want to do it only if you want us to do it as well so we need to see that in patreon form so consider signing up patreon.com slash post show recap sign up at any level that you are able to do that could be a custom pledge it could be as low as a dollar a month we've had a few people sign up that way and that's great just lets us know that you're here we love that we do Um, love please please sign up uh, at that level if that's what you can do Um, but if you want to do more there's a bunch of different things that are really great about the patreon program throughout the month of october i think one of the most exciting things that i've talked about already is uh, that campus tour if you sign up at the five dollar level you get access to the poster recaps patron discord this month so you get to hang out with us in there we've made a lot of great friends that way already this month we would love to have you in there you get exclusive podcasts as well and you get to be counted towards that number towards that 584 number to make season two of worst day ever a reality. Uh, Emily needs to see that season two Kim Bauer storyline. <sighs> you were you were teasing me about it today, and you were like, I can't divulge any more I can't. information. I really can't. I'm so tempted to tell you things. Ugh, but it sounds like it's going to be a real uh, It's a shit scratcher. show. It's yeah. a shit show. Okay. Uh, a minus quality, for sure, the whole way oh, through for the B Kim plus? Bauer story. We could dip down to the Bs, I think is definitely possible mm-hmm. as it pertains to Kim Bauer. So help us make that reality. This isn't like one of those, like, oh, well, they're going to do it anyway types of things. Like, No, no the count- we won't. The count- is really full like we're really going to stretch in order to make season two happen if you guys help us make it happen we will absolutely do it but it is definitely a stretch for our schedules to do it so we really need to make it worth our while as well um so it is a little bit of a give and take this isn't just an empty thing of like okay well we make it pretty close but we didn't quite get there we don't get there we're not going to do the thing um so we're just being cards up about that patreon.com slash post show recaps we want to do season two of worst day ever it's going to be a push for us to do it um so we need you to push to get us into that mode as well. I'm All able right. to, to go a little bit slower because we are off the clock, Emily Fox. Oh, I thought we were on the clock. We're I was o- like, hurry up, No, Josh. man, we're off the clock this week. It's uh, episode 20, every four, right? You know, so. Right. I should have eaten a snack. Oh, are you hungry? I've got bit. I've got almonds. I'll have an almond. Yeah, but can you do me a favor and when you eat these almonds, can you really like just like not chew into the microphone? People yeah. are really going to hate that. No one wants and we to like hear to that. do this in I real don't time. Hear that. You know, we're going to do this in real time. I'm not going to stop down on an edit. 
no. for you to like eat the almond and like I'll you know bleep what? it I'm out. Gonna, I'm going to hold off on the almond. You're gonna I think hold... I can make it. Do you think you can make it? If you yeah. can't, you let me know, okay? If at any point yeah. you need an emergency almond, um, <laughs> you could try it. Maybe it'd be pretty dire if I needed an emergency I think you could do. Almond. You could chew one almond into like four pieces and then just do a quick swallow. Do you right? know I always used to think it was called the Almond Brothers? That's what you... Oh my God. That's not that surprising. Wait, no, I. <laughs> like that's not that crazy. Uh, How many other people do you think went through their lives, especially as like kids, being like, "Oh, the Almond Brothers"? Probably a bunch. I would guess. I would guess a few. Um, do you think that uh, there is like an Almond Brothers uh, brand of almonds out there that rivals Mr. Peanut? Oh, yeah. that's a good question. I think that we should mythologize that. Okay. Uh, something that we should do. We're talking about episode 20. <laughs> this is a very big episode of 24. And I asked you, Emily, to close your eyes as I picked it on Hulu because Hulu's description spoils something from the episode. And it's not that it spoils Lou Diamond Phillips. I thought that that's what it was. I had forgotten um, that Lou Diamond Phillips was uh, introduced in this episode and got really, really excited when you saw Lou Diamond Phillips' name pop up in the credits yeah. and then realized, oh, there's an additional surprise that unfortunately fell rather flat with you. Um, but in the lead up to this episode, I remember on Fox, Emily, they were just like, all about showing us all of the the various things that were coming up on the season of 24 in yeah. this episode specifically, where they're like, Lou Diamond Phillips is coming. Also, Dennis Hopper. Uh, because <laughs> Dennis Hopper, uh, the late great RIP Dennis Hopper, makes his debut in 24 season one, episode 20, as the big bad, Victor Drazen. He's alive. That's crazy. I did not expect that to happen. I kept thinking that the secret prisoner was Keith. <laughs> you keep doing this thing where you keep thinking that like Keith Palmer is like intimately involved in like the bad guy plot. No, I don't. You I did. Just... Earlier in the season, you're like, I think that uh, there's something going on with Keith Palmer. <laughs> uh, and like. Well I thought that maybe he was taken into protective custody and, and that's why we haven't seen him the whole episode where they're like celebrating and stuff. They're like, bring him in. Oh, so that was your theory of like yeah. who's on the helicopter. Yeah, got it, got it, got yeah. Because um, no one knows about this prison. It's like a secret prison and maybe that maybe it's like a safe house in a way. Um, it's, it's not. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a prison. It's a class three detention center. Let's just get the terminology right, please. Uh, that basically means a prison that doesn't exist. Uh, I'll tell you what doesn't exist at this prison. Security. Yeah. Why would there be like a poorly, people? poorly fortified prison that yeah, we spend some time. You have two janitors, <laughs> but you don't have enough guards. Yeah. Uh, you and know. also I felt kind of weird that LDP knew that their like um, experience with like weapons or the lack thereof. He was like, they've never picked up a gun in their lives. Ever. And I was like, how do you know that? Yeah. How do you know that? Uh, well, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips knows everything. Lou Diamond Phillips, who I believe... Um, was buddies with Kiefer Sutherland due to their time in the Young Guns movies together. Well, Speaking of Bon Jovi. It's fantastic. Uh, did you, have you ever seen Young Guns? No. Oh, man. The Young Guns movies are great. Uh, this would only have been improved if Emilio Estevez showed up <laughs> as well. 
Uh, but alas, if he's in season two, he's then not. I, I strike what you said from the record earlier, and we're doing it no matter Emilio, what. <laughs> Emilio is not going to show up on 24 ever. Uh, neither will Charlie Sheen, One as far I as I saw recall. Martin Sheen and Emilio Estevez walking together in Soho. That must have been so cute. It was like the greatest that must thing have been ever. So cute. I kind of almost dropped everything I was doing and w- like went back home for the day because I was like, my work here is done. Um, it would have been great to get a full Young Guns reunion on 24, but <laughs> I remember because I loved as a kid, Emily, do you know this about me that I was like obsessed with Young Guns 2 specifically? No. Me and my friends loved Young Guns 2 uh, and we like would go around the neighborhood playing Young Guns at my friend uh, Will's neighborhood. Uh, and I would pretend to be Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh, who was the Christian Slater character. Oh, okay. Uh, and Will, uh, who you don't know, uh, no. would uh, would pretend to be Billy the Kid and uh, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dox the person who is playing the Lou Diamond Phillips character, but uh, it was the three of us that were running around all over the neighborhood playing Young Guns too, and so like uh, that was like a good, like solid, like three month phase of my life. And when Lou Diamond Phillips showed up on Twenty Four. Uh, and I was like, uh, this was probably like four years after that phase. Okay. I was like, oh, shit, throwback Thursday. <laughs> like, it totally took me back. And I was so hyped that LDP was here. Yeah. Uh, so I was really happy when you had like a big Lou Diamond Phillips pop. Emily. How could I not? Yeah. What's your big Lou Diamond Phillips I, reference? Is I, it La Bamba? Josh, I literally don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen a movie with him in it. You just like know him. Uh, I know him from like. Life. Being on like Hallmark Channel movies and yeah. like I don't know like Lifetime movies. Didn't I guess. he win that like Celebrity Chef thing on oh, Food right. Network once upon a time? Yeah, he was on that, and I think yeah he took it all the way. He took it all the way, LDP. <laughs> Good for you, Lou. Uh, I think a prolific director of TV, if I'm not mistaken, Lou Diamond Phillips has gotten behind uh, the the lens on a few different things. I don't know where he's at right now, but uh, great to have him on our screens for 24 right now. Um, big episode to talk about. Let's get into it, Emily. Um, when season one, episode 20 begins, the sun's getting real low. <laughs> we just like spend like a solid like 20 seconds watching the sunset. Yeah. Talk about having no time for any of this. I know. It's true. Um, and Jack and George Mason suddenly are just like in a pitch black field. Uh, because that's how we handle like transitions from day to night on 24. Yeah, it just happens. It just happens. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know? I was like, there's going to be something. And then it was like, nope. Yeah. Uh, so George is like, this is boring. Why are we here? And Jack's like, there was a helicopter right here. This is boring. He's like, yeah, I'm bored. I don't want to be here anymore. And Jack's like, all right, well, I'm not ready to go. Something's supposed to happen at 720. Like, that's when this power grid was supposed to go off. That's what that guy had been hired for. So why don't we stick around? That's in 20 minutes. And George's like, I don't want to. <laughs> so George Mason, uh, maybe acting a little shifty, this guy, uh, as he is saying, all right, well, I'm just going to leave. Which uh, is crazy. Yes. Uh, so he, he should have stuck around. He probably should have stuck around. Or at least pulled Jack with him, which is what Nina calls him out on later on. Yeah, and Jack uh, refuses to go. So he's sticking around, and George has no time to argue. He just leaves. Um, meanwhile, we go back to the Bauer house where Tony is still kind of like trying to get a hold of the whole situation. Tony is the VIP of this entire episode. Yeah, I mean, he really like showed up and was just like, you know what? I can't with this anymore. 
Uh, like Terry's freaking out because she has all of her memories back. She's like, Kim, she was in the car. She blew up. And Tony's like, get a hold of yourself, yeah, Terry. Yeah, like Tony was like, get it together and get in the car. He's speaking so loudly. He's talking really loud. I loved it. It made me really happy. He's like, Kim's all right. She called. She's fine. She's worried about you. She doesn't trust us. Yeah. I don't blame her. Yeah, like uh, Alpha Tony Almeida, Almeida is like incredible. Yeah, he's like really laying down the law. Uh, and he's like, Terry, help me get your stupid friend Phil Parslow in the car. <laughs> uh, Phil Parslow is still alive. Unfortunately, um, what was his friend's name? Uh, I don't even remember. His name was like Phil. Uh, no, his, his name was also. <laughs> wasn't it Chris? I yeah, believe it was, it was Chris. Chris. It was Chris. Yeah. Uh, so Tony gets them in the car, calls CTU, tells Nina what's going on. Uh, and he's like, I've got I've got Terry. She seems to have suffered some temporary memory loss. Thank God that seems to be over. Mm -hmm. Also, she has a friend here named Phil Parslow. And based on how they're interacting, seems to be quite the close friend. A little judgy, I feel like, from Tony. Like, maybe like a little bit of like, hey, you know, rein that in. Uh, And Nina almost seems to like be smiling about that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. Well, now I feel less bad about the whole thing. Toot. Yeah, truth. Uh, truth. Uh, did you just say toot? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emily, you're so polite that uh, you always announce it beforehand. You go, <laughs> <laughs> Emily always goes toot, and then it That happens. was not what that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works in our house. It's no. really, really civil. <laughs> it's a nice warning, and then five minutes later, you better have cleared the room. Um, at the police station, Rick is with Kim. Uh, and Rick is basically encouraging Kim to like say everything, tell them everything, tell them what happened at the safe house, tell them what happened, uh, you know, earlier in the day, I'll back you up on everything, including my part in it. It's about time I faced up to what I did. Rick tells Kim. So stupid. Um, I hate all of this. But aren't you glad that he's finally like owning up to his responsibilities? I could not want to think about Rick less. Okay. I'm not interested. Yeah. uh, I'm not interested in this storyline. I think it's a stupid storyline. Kim should have just been still walking around in like Topanga Canyon looking for her mom. Yeah. For all it's worth. Yeah. Well, she's in the police precinct at this point. I mean, I'm glad she's like supposedly in a place that could potentially help her, but it doesn't seem like she's getting a lot out of everybody from the time being. Not particularly. Um, Anyway, so that's what's going on with Kim right now. Rick is deciding like, I'll be a, I'll be a mensch. I'll do the thing. I'll, I'll own up to it. Um, At the, in the Palmer storyline, um, we get into like a little bit of a fight. First, David is like uh, consoling Nicole, who feels relieved for the first time in a long time. David lets her know, like, just so we're totally like clear, like, uh, you're going to probably have to deal with really hard questions. We'll get through it together. It's going to be okay. And like Nicole is like really comforted by that, it seems. And then Sherry shows up and David and Sherry really get into it where Sherry's like, I'm not really in the celebration mood. You just gave your concession speech, buddy. And he's like, why don't you believe in me? Uh, she says, do you think people are really going to want a president who acts like a guest on a bad afternoon talk show? He was very cordial. Yeah. The answer to that question, by the way, is, uh, uh, ends up bearing out yeah, over the course of uh, you know, <laughs> a decade and change after this. Yep. Um, David says that Mike still feels good about my shot. And she's like, I don't want to talk about Mike. He's a yes man. He's a yes man. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, I hope your conscience keeps you company when you realize this is all over. And David she's says, being like so mean about it. David says, you mean the campaign or us? And Sherry Fair doesn't question. answer. She just closes the bathroom door. She yeah. says, toot, and then closes. <laughs> she closes the bathroom door. Um, oh, no. 
back on the field where Jack Bauer is, like we get like this long, prolonged scene of him like exploring around and like finding this like stairway to nowhere. Um, oh, but it goes to somewhere. It though. goes somewhere, and we see that off in the distance, Andre Drazen and like this like uh, these other like uh, trough tough guys are like <laughs> hanging out with him on the sidelines. Yeah, uh, and they're preparing for the power to go out. They're preparing. Yes. Um, what they're unprepared for is that Jack Bauer is here. Uh, but they do see him, and they know it's him. They see him. Uh, they're like, what's he doing here? And this one guy, his name is Harris, uh, <laughs> is the name of the leader of uh, of Andre Drazen's assault team, Harris. Harris says, I can tell you one thing. He wasn't invited. I'm like, wow, good line. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> uh Dude. <laughs> Jack says toot and then gets tasered by a bunch of people with tasers uh, as these alarms go off outside of this bunker that he's exploring. Um, Emily Fox, it is a 24 tradition. I think it happens in every single season. If not every single season, the vast majority of them, Jack Bauer getting tasered. Really? Yeah, I think that this is a thing. I think it's going to happen in probably, I would call it like 80% of 24 seasons, if not a full 100% of 24 seasons. At least the Jack Bauer, because there's one not Jack Bauer season of 24. We don't really count that. Okay. Uh, yeah, he gets tasered all the time. I remember Why? like thinking this was a hilarious 24 trope when I was a kid. That's so strange. I don't have like that immediate recall on it anymore where I could tell you each and every single time he gets tasered but I used to be able to do that. Oh, my God. Um, so he gets tasered here. This is the season one tasering. Okay. Uh, and when he wakes up, like, three minutes later, he's in, like, a prison cell, puking in a toilet, and there's Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips is like, what's up? And Kiefer Sutherland's like, oh, my God, Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> Young Guns and Young Guns 2 star, Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, and, no, he's playing a character named DeSalvo. He works for the DOD, the Department of Defense, and he runs wow, this. Wow, so much alliteration in this. I know, DeSalvo, DOD. He runs a Class 3 detention center. Lou Diamond. Uh, Lou Diamond, LDP of the DOD. Uh, Jack's, like, trying to tell him, like, what's going on, that, like, he's been following this lead in, like, this would-be assassination attempt on David Palmer, that it's all related to something that's about to happen here at 720. Is something going down here at 720? And Lou Diamond Phillips is like, yeah, we're getting a prisoner. And Jack Bauer goes, okay, well, we're going to need to do something about that because I think this is going to get pretty dangerous. Yep. Uh, and they have like five minutes before this goes down, and they need to make it look like they have a lot more people here than they actually do because this Class 3 detention center, this prison facility that is like, you you would imagine, Emily, it's designed to keep people who are very dangerous away from the public eye to the point that like nobody knows they exist you think you would staff this with more than three guards, a maintenance man, and a technician? It's crazy. Uh, you'd think that maybe they, they would have like a few more people than that. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, they don't. This is all they've got. Uh, and Jack Barr's like, unbelievable. Do you think they even have like a, like a normal bathroom or do they all just use the cell toilet? It's the cell toilet. That's <laughs> all they've got. I mean, they have a few other cells, it seems like. So yeah. perhaps they use uh, multiple cell toilets. Uh, what do you think the break room's like for them? It, there isn't one. It's wow. all just this, the no cor- break room. It's a corridor or a cell. It, it, it How do you get your Poland Spring water bottles delivered? You know, um, like the big, uh, like you know, triple gallon ones or whatever. Do you think that they're getting those? The ten out gallon here? ones. You think they're getting those? 
I mean, it's a normal office, right? I don't know. <laughs> With like those like little paper triangle cups. <laughs> those things suck, by the way. I, hate those. I don't know why we ever bothered with that. I guess it's got like a kind of like a good grip, sort of, but then no, it gets like it's really so that flimsy. People don't leave them around. You have to discard it. Why? I mean, like, I was certainly, I'm not advocating for not discarding it, but like, why do you have to discard it? Because th- apparently people got too comfortable with like the normal cup and would like probably take a sip and then leave it somewhere. Well, I guess the thing you is, you can't do that with this. You can't, you can't you have put, to commit to the water and to throwing the you cup You can't away. put it down is yeah, the thing. Yeah, you can't put it down. You can't put it down. Uh, that's a really good point, Emily. It's a temporary situation. Yeah, no, that's a Never great point. Never forget. I'm not going to now. Um, Jack Bauer and Lou Diamond Phillips arm all of the people to make them look like they're super badasses um andre drazen outside uh is like really ready to go harris is freaking out he says you seem anxious harris and harris is like i am i'm nervous this isn't how it's supposed to be the power's supposed to go out there's supposed to be only three people i'm counting eight people including jack bauer and so like the whole thing doesn't go the way andre drazen wants it to go down a helicopter shows up with a prisoner uh, they deliver the prisoner, no power going out, um, and uh, Andre Drazen says, like, go in anyway, and Harris says, no, I'm not going to do that. These are my, this is my crew. They're going to listen to me, and we're not going through. We're going to get, we're going to get cut in half if we try and go in right now. The lights are on, you idiot, and Andre Drazen's like, oh, I hate you, Harris. <laughs> oh, Harris, I hate you so much, uh, and we uh, were like, uh, we've made it through this, like, scary 720 situation. Yeah. Which I didn't expect to have happen. I thought that maybe they would still, you know, charge everybody and and try to break everything up. But they did react to it like a normal assassin situation, I feel like, would. Where they're like, oh, we're outnumbered. Doesn't make sense to storm it. It's not turning off the way we need it to. Let's hold back and, like, figure out another way of infiltrating. Good on Jack for making everybody look so convincing. Because I think that if the Drazens had moved in, they probably would have won. Yeah. You know, yeah, I do think they would have gotten it here. This shows uh, his, you know, professional abilities, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, Jack's professional abilities are on full <laughs> display right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm so good at everything right now. I'm yeah. really hungry. You're this doing great. Funny. How how are you do, how are you doing without the almond? Do you need the I almond? I mean, I'm break? looking at them, but I'm not gonna eat them. Uh-huh. We're good. We're okay. Good still. If you need it though, I am running low on water though. Let's, I'm not prepared. You want to take my water? No, it's okay. You sure, Josh? I'm fine. Are you gonna be all right? <sighs> I hope so. Do you want us to stop down? We, no, we could it's do okay. the first time that we've uh, interrupted I, it, real time. It if just you want. makes me wonder how anybody on this show is able to still stand after being awake for this long, let alone not eating enough you know what emily i'm concerned for you we are halfway through this episode of 24 no, let's keep going. We no, can no, do no we're gonna we're gonna stop down we're gonna throw it to our sponsors how about that we'll okay. do a quick ad break and that means we'll also do a quick almond break okay emily you get a little bit of a snack listener <laughs> listeners you get a little bit of that uh almonds shaking around in a container asmr uh and also a quick word from our sponsor and we'll be right back Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. And we're back. Emily, how were the almonds? They were... You also um, had a little chicken. Yeah, I ate some chicken. Ate some I chicken. feel better from that. Yeah, <laughs> a nice three-minute snack uh-huh. break for, for Emily Fox. Mm-hmm. I, I hope that you feel better. I hope you feel satiated. I hope you're ready to go because when we return, Emily, we have to come right back into the Kim Bauer storyline. Uh, oh, boy. She's being interrogated by this cop with the hair. You know, the guy who looks like he could be one of my cousins. Yes, correct. Uh, yep. And like this guy wants to hear nothing about CTU. Well, he, th- that's not his main concern. Yeah, he doesn't care about it. And also, she's been told, or no. <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> no, uh, Rick's girlfriend told him not to trust her, which yeah. you, know, you can't really trust anything she says either. But at this point, you know, he's going to use whatever collateral he has to try to get more information out of Kim. doesn't yes. matter that CTU is involved. No. Uh, and Kim's like, you know, uh, you hear about David Palmer nearly being assassinated earlier today. And the guy's like, yeah. And she goes, don't you want to know how I know that? And he goes, you because it was all over news. the news. Yeah. And she goes, well, I didn't know that. I was kidnapped. He's like, okay, your sales pitch requires some work. Yeah. Um, so Kim is like just going to get like thrown deeper into jail is effectively well, what's going to happen to Kim so here. The annoying thing about this entire interrogation is that he wants to know more about Frank, right? Uh, Dan's brother. Right. Like, why is he trying to buy all this ecstasy? What's he going to do? Blah, blah, blah. Why didn't Kim just say, Frank has a brother, Dan, who kidnapped me earlier today? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. That's compelling information. Yeah. I think, like, she could have, like, given a little more info here, especially once Rick gave the blessing of, like, rat me out. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. To, I'm ready to just get yeah, totally like Rick, narked upon. Rick's ready to cop to, like, whatever he needs to. And also, like... Rat me out. I don't know. She's, like, so pristine, like, virginal, blonde, whatever, and, like, goes in being like, my dad. My dad. Like, literally pick any other angle, and this cop will probably listen to you Did you say pick harder. any other ankle? Angle. Like, uh, not this one. Not this ankle. I only have the Josh, other, the stop. one other ankle. No. Uh, <laughs> cry ankle. So she's just going to get thrown deeper into jail. It's not working out yet. So, no. um... The merciful thing in this episode, though, is that, like, you get, like, basically, I think you get the one Terry scene, and you get, like, two to three-ish Kim scenes, you know, so it's pretty light. Like, she's put back in a holding cell with a bunch of other scary-looking women, but, like, none of them mess with her. She just sort of sits down and gets in, like, stays quiet, and I appreciate that. That's a storyline for another episode, you know? Oh, yeah. I fully expect something terrible and stupid to happen, like, next episode. Yes, 
that's coming. Yeah, uh, we can't expect her to just have a you know perfect. It's a it's a sweet mer- experience. It's there. a sweet mercy though, Emily. That uh, like we're we you know we get as little uh Kim in prison stuff as we get in this episode. Right, so that's right. pretty good. Um, that is not a class three detention center uh, <laughs> that she is in. But back no. back at the class three detention center. Um, Jack is, uh, is warning to Salvo. This isn't over. I need to talk to that prisoner. If you don't let me interrogate him, then the Senator's life is still going to be in danger. Uh, and Jack wants to use his phone to call David Palmer to like put in the favor because Lou Diamond Phillips just isn't cooperating as quickly as he wants. Um, meanwhile, back at the Palmer suite, we do find out some very good news, um, that the instant polls reacting to David's speech from last week um, is that uh, everybody seems like they loved it. Uh, Which that, like, doesn't make any sense there in was, real like, life. Sixty percent of voters don't really care about any of it. <laughs> Uh, which does make sense. Um, 22% said they were even more likely to vote for David Palmer now that he was so honest, uh, with only 18% less likely to vote for David. Uh, so it looks like telling the truth was the way to go. Good for you, David Palmer. I would love to think that that would work realistically in real life, but I doubt it would. Um, yeah, yeah. It's hard to... But then again, is it just because we're surrounded by politicians that lie all the time? I don't know. (laughs) David Palmer, you know... uh, One of a kind. The truth set him free, and the truth has opened up a pathway for his his ascension to the presidency. Throughout this episode, from this point forward, like, everybody seems to be like, well, now it's inevitable. David Palmer is going to be the next president. Now it's inevitable. That's what I heard no. you say. <laughs> now it's inevitable. Are you still thinking about almonds I'm after hungry. all this time? I'm clearly hungry. Wow. Amazing. Well, it's we can't, okay. We're going out to dinner We're soon. not going to do another ad break, so we're going to have to just uh, keep <laughs> going through. We're going to have yeah, to keep I'll going I'll metabolize through. the one piece of chicken I just had. We'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. Please do. I do feel more alive. I'll tell you that That's much. great. I was really fading fast. I'm glad came you- came out of nowhere. I'm glad you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, speaking of coming out of nowhere, that's what's about to happen here is Jack is on the phone with David uh, asking him for help to like get access to access to the prisoner. Yeah, LDP and, is an inflexible enterprise in this particular he situation. He says that he's a reasonable guy, but his hands are tied is how Jack describes DeSalvo. DeSilva? DeSalvo? <laughs> it's DeSalvo. Uh, and so... It's DiGiorno. And Jack is... Oh, man. Now that sounds good. I'm, I haven't I'm had, sorry. I I'm haven't hungry. had pizza since like August. Um... <laughs> Jack is following these security camera wires uh, and like looking at the ceiling and like seeing where they pipe into. And he goes in and like finds himself in like the security like camera room uh, where he's able to like see the prisoner who has just been delivered. And yeah, that's Dennis Hopper. That's Victor Drazen, mm. legendary actor, Dennis Hopper. Not a big Dennis Hopper guy, I guess, Emily. Me or yeah, you? Yeah, you. No, I didn't really keep track no blue velvet for emily no speed for emily did you ever do speed emily i've seen speed have you seen speed he's the bad guy speed sure she's a great actor uh apocalypse now we could really go down the list it's a big get you know to get uh dennis hopper as like the bad guy right like so now here it is right like here's the bad guy 
this is what we're doing. Like, Set the scene. Uh, this is the bad guy. It's Dennis Hopper. He's Victor Drazen. We know all about Victor Drazen at this point. He was the guy who was responsible for all this ethnic cleansing in Bosnia and Kosovo uh, and uh, and Belgrade. And like, this is why Operation Nightfall went down, was to kill this guy. But it turns out he that never died. he never died. Yeah. So that's great. Um, and instead, what happened uh, when they blew up the building... Uh, as Jack is going to say when he like has his moment with him is like, uh, we saw you walk into that building. Mm-hmm. We blew up the building. Uh, we thought it was empty. It turns out that it wasn't. And like what his like his wife and, and uh, daughter were, were inside. Uh, you know, family was inside. Uh, and so very clearly this is like a revenge kick uh, because like there was this plan to kill Victor Drazen and instead, it killed Victor Drazen's family. So now we understand a little bit more why Victor Drazen not only wants to have Jack and David Palmer killed, but like also... Harry and Kim as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like eye for an eye type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so yeah, it was like a really big deal. It was like, oh, wow, Dennis Hopper's the bad guy on 24. That was really cool. Um, I don't know. There have been like 25 bad guys. Yeah, but like none of them of like the pedigree of, of Dennis Hopper. Like this is a very recognizable actor. Okay. Uh, name, household name uh, and will forever now be a household name in the Wiggler Fox home. Um, <laughs> right, sure. al- right alongside Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, so Jack is talking to LDP about Victor Drazen. He's like giving him like the full rundown. He's like, um, we cannot make any further calls. We cannot wait around anymore. We have to move this guy because, like, if this is what's going down, like, they're going to come in here any second. We have to do something about this. Uh, and Jack is right on the money because when we go back outside, Andre Drazen is now talking about his brother, Alexis. Like, we got to assume my brother's dead. Uh, he <laughs> he would have called. He so coldly, too. Yeah, he's, like, a real, he's really ice cold. But I was like, yeah, so my, my very, very attractive brother is probably dead. Uh, good news for me. Uh, now I'm the hot brother. Now I'm the hot brother. Uh, yeah, like we we got to be in some serious trouble here. If Alexis didn't call and the power didn't go out, uh, we have to assume he is deceased. Um, so there's like this other way of like turning off the power. There's like uh, like a, a an electric source that they can attack and then just like bust in. So they're gonna like take that as their plan B. That's Wouldn't what there they're be mobilizing a generator? for. That's what they're going after. I think. Oh, I think they're targeting okay. the generator. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of making that up. Yeah, um, I feel like that was not said. Uh, at, <laughs> at CTU, uh, George Mason shows up. And with, talks to his real-life wife. Yes, his real-life wife, Nina Myers. Um, George shows back up. He's here without RLW. Jack. RLW. Uh, he's <laughs> RLW, wow. Uh, George shows back up. No Jack. Nina's like, where's Jack? And George's like, yeah, he just wanted to stay on the field, so I left him there. Also, I swung by the hospital and interrogated Alexis Drazen, who's not talking, but I cut his morphine drip, so he's probably going to start talking. And I'm just looking at the clock, and it's like 7.45. Yeah. And George leaves Jack at like 7.05-ish. And they like dug, they took a whole episode to like get deep into like the woods. Yeah. So he, in 40 minutes, not only has time to like get back to his car, but drive to the hospital in a scene uh, where Alexis Drazen is being interrogated that we don't even get to see. Wow, you're a real myth buster right now. I don't know. Yeah, it's, Event, not, it's not probable. Events occur improbable. in real time. Yeah. Question mark? Mm-hmm. Uh, dot, dot, dot. So George tells Nina, like, get off my back. I don't report to you. You report to me. 
and go back to work. So Nina goes back to work and George goes back to work upstairs. Um, celebrate good times. Come on. Uh, as we go to the hotel and David Palmer uh, is being celebrated. Uh, all of his staffers are psyched. Keith They're is hyped. nowhere to be found, by the way. Keith's probably finally asleep. Um, they are, uh, they're celebrating cause, oh my God, it looks like David, you done it. You done it, David. And everybody's really, really excited. Even Sherry. Cause now it looks like Sherry was wrong and David is going to, to win the presidency or at least the nomination. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she comes to David like, why aren't you celebrating with everyone? And David's like, Hmm, it's a good question. Maybe it's how you basically really casually told me you don't love me anymore yes, and that you don't believe in me. You, Sherry. Um, they get into it where David says to her, like, you're amazing. You're smart. You're determined and sure of yourself. You always know what you want and you don't want me. And, uh, like you kept all of this stuff from me and I don't think you could have done that without pulling away. And I can't stop thinking about how I don't trust you. And if I can't trust you, how can I love you? Throughout this whole scene, Emily Fox is going, wow, at the screen. Yeah. I mean, it was a very honest uh, conversation, but tough to hear on both sides, I think. Yeah, it was tough. And how do you move forward with this? But I said to Josh, I go, I bet you a lot of first ladies or potential first ladies have said this to this next part where like yeah. Sherry goes, you may not love me, but you will never leave me. Yeah. You take all the time you need to get yourself together. And then you come out here and greet all these people who have given up every day and every night of their lives for the last year. To put us in office. And David goes, us? And Sherry says, yes, that's right. Us. Because come January, when you're being sworn in, make no mistake, this woman here will be standing right next to you. And Emily's going, whoa! Yeah! The whole time. This blew you away. This was like your favorite Palmer storyline content in a while, I feel like. Well, it was just very tense. You were riveted. Yeah, it was great. I got sucked in. You were riveted. You're like, damn, Sherry. Yeah, well, she was like, no, they're both like kind of You kind of love Sherry Palmer. She's a great character. She is a great character. It's complicated. Um, I do understand her ambition and her drive to kind of like help move along whatever they need to in terms of winning. Um, but at what cost? At what cost? Yeah, very interesting. Indeed. Very fun to watch. At what cost indeed? Um, when we, uh, we go to commercial and then we come back for the final push of the episode. The first thing we get is Kim just getting thrown deeper into <laughs> scary woman jail. Uh, just, Not a woman with a shaved head. Get me out of here. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Kim in scary lady jail is yeah. where she goes. <laughs> uh, and so we'll pick that up. Um, and then we're basically with Bauer for the rest of it. He's been approved to interrogate Victor Drazen. He has Mm -hmm. five minutes. And so he goes in and Victor Drazen is sort of just like brimming with quiet fury. He's not saying anything for a while. Uh, when Jack is sort of doing like the exposition dump of like, you have to pardon my surprise. I saw you die. (laughs) I watched you go into the building. No one could have survived. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, your fight's with me. It's with uh, it's with me. It's not with my wife, not with my daughter. Leave my family alone. Uh, he says, you've already lost your wife and daughter, Mr. Drazen. You don't need to lose your sons, too. Mm. Uh, your large adult sons. And <laughs> Victor Drazen, um, who has been stoic this whole time, hasn't said a soldiers. thing. He goes, my sons are soldiers. 
uh, as Victor Drazen, Dennis Hopper does this unfathomably bad accent that will be a hallmark of his portrayal of the character. Oh, okay. So there's more to come. Yeah. I mean, you'll, this character has just been introduced. You can't imagine that we're not going to spend some time with him. What if he dies in the next hour? Well, if he dies in the next hour, I'll tell you this, you'll hear from him again. (laughs) Uh, And uh, when uh, Jack says that they'll die for nothing. Uh, we stopped their plan to rescue you. And Victor Drazen says, then you have nothing to worry about. Oh, no. Uh, it's like, oh, no. Dennis Hopper, what is this choice you're making? What? <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, Dennis, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> you do not like Dennis Hopper, Victor Drazen voice? Jack <laughs> <laughs> Keeper Sutherland's like sitting across from him like, shit. Uh, uh, for future reference can we not get big stars to play the bad guys they make weird choices yeah and victor drazen says yeah uh uh and so um uh jack is telling him to call it off and victor drazen says how can i uh he says the same way you've been doing it the whole time uh, and he's just like smiling because he knows he's under Jack's skin. And then Lou Diamond Phillips bursts into the room. He says, all right, we got to move him. I believe you. Uh, and then Jack whispers sweet nothings into Lou Diamond Phillips's <laughs> ear being like, get everybody ready to go. He's like really close. He's almost like kissing his ear. Exit. Yeah. He's just like uh, like really whispering in his ear. And LDP is like, Jack. And Jack goes, LDP. I hate this. I hate this. Um, so then they begin the process of transferring Victor Drazen, and the power goes out. And Victor Drazen ends the episode by saying, they are here. Uh, and we cut uh, the episode off with a bunch of flashlights down a scary, dark hallway. And it would appear, Emily, that they are indeed here. And that's the cliffhanger. And, oh, God, what's going to happen? They've come for Victor Drazen. Are they going to get him? Is Victor Drazen going to be freed? Uh, Is Jack going to be able to save the day? And oh my God, what's going to happen to Kim in Scary Ladies Jail? (laughs) These are the big questions that we're left with at the end of hour 20, Emily Fox. So many questions. Letter grade, Emily. A minus. A minus. Where does the minus come from this time? Um, Dennis Hopper's voice. Uh, fair enough. LDP is almost high enough to temper it to an A, but uh, not quite. Yeah, not quite. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we'll close it out there. We're gonna come back next week. We're back on the clock for the rest of the season until that final episode of uh, Twenty Four Season One, uh, which is just four podcasts away, where we will go off the clock again. And of course, we will really want your feedback for that one. We've been holding back for quite a while, um, but obviously, once we get to the end of season season one of 24 we will be clear to talk about all things season one of 24 with the great emily fox so send that feedback in do it josh at postshowrecaps.com that's my email address josh at postshowrecaps.com send in your feedback we'll get to it for uh what could be the very last episode of worst day ever or just the last episode of season one the choice is yours again we are 12 patrons away from unlocking season two we need 12 signups by the end of october we got time but let's do this thing we want to lock this thing in we want to come back for season two you want us to come back for season two everybody wins let's do our part emily fox um what are you the most excited about uh for uh this podcast ending and food entering your system again 
Um, just that. Yeah. Yeah. I basically answered the question. You did. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited (laughs) for that for both of us, frankly. Uh, Are you hungry too? Yeah, I could eat. I could eat. Frankly, old members. Uh, I could eat. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and do that. We're going to close out the podcast here. We will be back next week, hopefully with a really positive season two update. Remember that's patreon.com slash post show recaps patreon.com slash post show recaps at whatever level you can afford including your own custom pledges of as little as a dollar uh consider signing up patreon.com slash post show recaps we'll be back next week as we're making our final push to the end of season one until then everybody take care bye-bye with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>